Bro, they send money willy-nilly to Ukraine like a blank checkbook. But, oh, Hawaii, uh, you would send like 600 per family. Yeah, we. they said, bro, 100 million confirmed now. They just confirmed last week, didn't they? Because they hadn't confirmed the number. 100 million in US dollars has been sent. That's US, not even UK. That sounds great as a blanket statement. But then how much is sent to Ukraine? No, 100 million to Ukraine. Oh, to Ukraine. How much is sent to Hawaii? I think uh, 1.8 bill. Check it out. I'm fairly certain 1.8 bill. Why are their lives any more valuable than the people in Hawaii? Like that's on your shores. They're your voters. But you know what it is? Is it's easy to pull money out of that money that gets sent to Ukraine. It's not easy to pull money out of that Hawaii money because yeah. uh, you can see the dollars where it goes and who it goes to. Yeah, Ukraine's super corrupt, aren't they? Voted yeah. one of the most corrupt places in the world. Before. You send that money to a war zone. No one's checking those books after. We know 100 million went. We don't know where that 100 million went. Mad. So people affected by fires in Hawaii were offered $700 a household. And Ukraine was announced 200 mil further assistance for Kiev. Mad. And it's a different sort. Weaponry and equipment. Congress granted $113 billion in aid in military assistance to Ukraine between invasion of February 22. And 67.1 was for defensive capabilities, while 46 was non-defensive. So economic and disaster assistance funds. That's mad, isn't it? Bro, it's so crazy. That's crazy. We're laser focused on getting aid to survivors. That's what he said. $700 payment. What's that going to do? Nothing. It's a virtue signal. Disgusting. Crazy, isn't it? So, and bro, uh, do you know why those fires happen and stuff? They always say, this is what they do, is they ride the fires like it's climate change. They put gas lines and, sorry, they put like electricity lines and stuff. Instead of burying them, they're putting them high. These start because of bad malpractice. Yeah, that's corruption. Yeah. Like making uh, laws for consumer protection like weak in these places where you could get away with it. Yeah. It's like McDonald's is not selling the same quality meat in the UK as it is in China. Right, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. we've got a higher meat standard, but in China they don't. You know what I mean? So like in China, they were caught using the uh, sewer oil in like mainstream branches like KFC and stuff, you know, like sold to them. But over here, they'd never do it because they know they'd get shut down and get sued. But in China, they can get away with it. So these companies have no moral obligation. They just follow the law. You know what I mean? So then I guess the question is, is who is the one in the wrong? Because the government will sit there and be like, oh, you need to send money for the fire. It was you did this. It was you guys who did this in the first place. There shouldn't have been a fire. Yeah. So the same way, is it McDonald's or is it China being the piece of shit? I think it's both because China are complicit by allowing the laws to be that weak in the first place. Yeah. But but the thing is with China, those those laws haven't been updated because we only started getting those laws as we got more developed. You know, you you can't set those laws in too soon because red tape kills business. You know that, right? Yeah. So I'm sure in time they're like, oh, this is a crisis. They they're learning too. You know. Well, it's, when you say that, bro, it's interesting, isn't it? So red tape kills a business. It's facts. Yeah. So how much of what we have and the difficulties we have in the UK is nothing to do with corruption and it's just because red tape will never stop? Yeah. Like KYC might not be anything to do with corruption. It might not be to crush a little man. It's just that uh, so many Karens, so many headaches, so many this money got missing. Right. We got KYC, guys. Yeah. Some regulation's good always, but... But you know. uh, do you know what I mean? Is regulation... Is it all... Is, is our over-regulation a byproduct of corruption or is it a byproduct of just, well, it never stops? Of course, a new rule is going to introduce. It's not because Rishi Sunak is trying to screw us. It's because, of course, it constantly progresses. Yeah. I think laws are always going to develop and it's just the way it is, obviously, because of problems. You know, like, for example, uh, we have food safety standards because people were, you know what I mean, selling. So, for example, milk, right? I'll give you a good example. Milk. It's pasteurized, right? Yeah. It's not good for you. That's why these people were allergic to it because it has enzymes, good and bad enzymes in it. 
so that people aren't like lactose intolerant. But I think in like 19, whatever it was, they start pasteurizing milk because what would happen before is people would have milk and they sell it on the streets and it would start going like, because they didn't have fridges back then, it started going a greeny color and they used to add chalk to it to make it back to white and sell it healthy. So they're selling all this milk which would give people like real bad diarrhea, people dying from it. So they started introducing, you have to heat up milk because that kills the good and the bad enzymes, but you won't get sick from it. So that like protected people from extreme illness, but it also removed some sort of like nutritional value from it by killing all the enzymes. So basically so milk all doesn't milk have nutritional value like it did. It does still obviously have like protein, fats, whatever, carbs, but it doesn't have the enzymes that your gut needs, you know, to process it properly. That's why so many people are lactose intolerant. Right, right. And a lot okay. of people are allergic to stuff nowadays because of cat, like people are allergic to like grass and pollen, but these cows are eating grass. Like there's people in America have healed their allergies by eating raw milk. Like even I used to drink raw milk, but it's hard to get because you're only allowed to legally sell it from a farm. You can't sell it from a supermarket. Oh, so gold top isn't even raw milk. No, gold, gold top. It's all pasteurized. It's heated up. Oh, right. All cheese, yogurt, everything is pasteurized now. But that happened to protect people from stuff which got like a little bit old. Or oh, what you were talking about the lactose intolerant, bro. JFK, um, new JFK, young JFK, yeah. one running. He's saying that 60% of America have autoimmune disorders from either vaccines, poor diets, all the crap. Yeah. Like, a lot of like, what you know when you get raw milk, that yeah. will give you, even the bad part is going to give you benefit, isn't it? Yeah. Well, the good enzymes are enough to cancel out the bad enzymes, you know? And do you learn anything from the bad enzymes, like bacteria, where it's like, right, we need more of this to stop that stuff affecting us? Yeah, so us. The good, there's enough good enzymes in it which count the bad, so you don't get anything bad off it, like the good and bad bacteria. Like, it's a right. balance. Like, we have good and bad bacteria in our bodies anyway, all of us do, you know? And Like, in our mouth, we have required. loads of bacteria. But in the milk, it needs the specific good and bad bacteria that comes from the milk, but you could just burn it all, you know? Right, It's right. like with a- antibiotics, you can nuke all the good and bad bacteria in your stomach and you'll feel better, you know? But really, you want that good bacteria because that causes, you know, intolerances and stuff like that. Not yeah, unless you have to take antibiotics, they're a bit ropey, aren't they? Yeah, you shouldn't really take them unless you have to. <laughs> like, they're a great discovery and they fix a lot of problems which are fa- fatal in the past, but they hand them out like flipping popcorn now, you know? Yeah, they're one of the drugs that are completely, completely legitimate and it's a wonder drug. It's just you shouldn't take it as much as what you take it. Yeah. Like, weren't you telling me there was a guy who would take, he had some kind of um, infection doing some whatever dumb shit he was doing. And in the end, he was immune to getting it rid of it. Yeah. Like yeah. you get used to, it gets used to the good bacteria you're giving the antibiotic. And in the end, it just won't even get rid of the bad. Yeah. Mad. Yeah, you and get real tolerant to it. If you've seen Game of Thrones, I don't know if you remember Carl Drogo. Carl Drogo dies because of a small scratch because of infection. That's how serious, that's how much of a wonder drug antibiotics was, wasn't it? Who's Carl Drogo again? The heartthrob, all the women loved him from Game of Thrones. Oh, the big, like, Australian geezer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, him, yeah. He looks like an alpha, but he's a puss. Wait, Carl Drogo? Not the guy in the horse people, no? Aquaman. Oh, uh, Aquaman, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was only in there for a few episodes, remember? Yeah, he yeah. had the Dothraki. Yeah, you thought he was going to take over the world at one point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's serious. And he's, he's like, got a little slash there, and it all went bad for him. Yeah, he's rolling for everyone, and then suddenly he just dies. I know it even on that show from Naked and Afraid, bro, is like, if they get a thorn going their foot bad, there's a real risk now that they might get infected and be kicked off the show. So like, imagine being a caveman back in the day, no antibiotics. Oh, you just got cut with that spear? You dead, boy. Yeah, but I think that was a region-based thing. To, so if you're born in England and you're cut in England, you're probably okay. I mean, there's still loads of stuff which can kill you back then. Yeah. But like, you'd be immune to local stuff. That's why, obviously, a lot of these invasions, like when the Spanish took over South America... Like they'd give him like this needs some blanket, give it to him. It'd be an easy way to kill him. They're so, not used to that flu. So if you got slashed on your arm with a clean blade right now, yeah. in the UK, say five hundred years ago, what do you reckon the ch- same antibiotics isn't? A, what do you reckon the chance of survival? If you cleaned it, I mean, with like 
heated water, you'd probably be fine. Yeah. You know, like most, I've never been affected with anything. You know what I mean? I've cleaned up a cut. I've never had like any sepsis or anything, but obviously there's still a chance if it's dirty, yeah, true, true. dirty and open for ages. You know what I mean? You've got to clean it and keep it. How much of that closed. stuff is your immune system then when it comes to like something t- overtaking you, like an infection like sepsis or something else? It just depends on it. Like obviously it depends on your age, everything else. Like if you're, you've got a compromised immune system, obviously anything can kill you. you know? So it'd be weird for a young guy. To... Yeah. So is is I mean, Carl Drogo's death kind of obscure then? Didn't he get didn't he get killed by something poisonous though or not? Was it not? No, he got in a knife fight with his friend and yeah. he threw his knife to show that he didn't need the knife. Yeah. And the guy cut him and it was like yeah. okay for a bit and then he got dirty. Yeah, there's mad stories of like you know a lot of people like lick their dogs and stuff. There's like a guy who died recently because his dog licked him like in the mouth or a really? cut and he died from that like one bit of bacteria, you know what I mean? Oh man. I... And there's that guy who ate the uh, slug as a challenge. Do you remember him? Oh, he was yeah. drinking with his mates, he ate that slug, and he ended up really paralyzed, couldn't talk, quadriplegic, and wait, quadriple- he's in a wheelchair, he couldn't move any of his organs, and that was from um, rat lungworm, which is obviously like, normally it just goes to your lungs, but sometimes, like this idiot, obviously, well, I shouldn't call him an idiot, he passed away, but he ate it, and it went, f- left his lungs, got into his uh, blood system, went all around his body, he died oh, like a man. year later, you know, like less than 30 ate a slug and then but most people would survive that with some antibiotics you know and that's because that's that was just real unlucky like the slugs crawled on rat poo and then he's eating that slug you know so it's just a game of chance just playing roulette really you know uh no disrespect to that guy i think he was australian or british but yeah. such a english or australian yeah, thing to do, yeah. boozed up eating slugs yeah only someone british or australian would do that wouldn't they yeah like, not even america would do mate that. i challenge you to eat that slug bro <laughs> yeah so, like Americans would do that. Americans are like real hygienic and like yeah. real anal about uh, hygiene, aren't they? Like always yeah. got uh, that hand sanitizer, flossing, brushing, all that stuff. The like for like people in society, like if you just take the average like guy in the UK, he's a lot more off the rails than the average uh, American. The average American is, they still crazy, but they're not drinking the same way. Oh, yeah, you never see him like blackout. You know yeah, what I mean? UK is Maybe crazy. Maybe in like those frat parties, but you don't really see it like when you go out in America. Even Vegas, like that's a party town. I've never seen an American like on the floor like you know what i mean like oh yeah but wetting if, themselves and stuff but if you go to bristol on a friday night oh you see it like London 10 times you, know? you see fights in america they're just like way more sensible you see a girl who could be there with a the king drunk as hell lying down in a puddle yeah with yeah chips and mayonnaise all oh, over yeah, i've seen people eating <laughs> food out of puddles and off the floor and stuff oh, i've bro, never seen bad. that in america in like vegas you know la yeah. like New York, I've never seen it. America's funny because it's kind of up, it's like a veneer of classiness. It seems more classy up front, but then some of the degradation that the women are up to is worse, you know? Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> and when they think of England, they think of a polished place where we all speak like the Queen, yeah, you know? Yeah. But like, and they think like British blokes are like gentlemen. And then you come here, you'll be like, nah, you know, that, <laughs> that must have died a hundred years ago. Oh, yeah, we're way worse. Yeah. To be honest, I shouldn't even be disrespecting the Englishmen like this, but like, I think that a woman, if I was like, no, I wouldn't come for here for us. I would stay in America, but I would go somewhere else, but I'd probably still yeah, stay in America for this. There's geezers here who drink people's urine as a challenge, like as like a entry to being 18. Yeah, or like yeah. everyone's spitting in the cup and drinking it for like five pounds. Like think about how many times you've seen that growing up, you know, even like when you're like in school and stuff. So it's the degradation is stuff, worse yeah. from the UKs, especially surrounding drinking. Do you reckon the simping is worse? Uh, 50-50. US, that might be worse, bro. Yeah, US I think so, worse. yeah. Over there, money's way more of a tool. Like, money's way more respected or like, uh, you know, over here, I don't think girls care about money as much. And know? I feel like pop culture is more dominant. And the culture over there right now is um, you need to treat the woman like this, do the most of the woman, do the most of the woman, and the woman needs to be alpha. And like, obviously, 
some people still stick to their traditional gender roles, but over there, a lot of guys are succumbing to it. Yeah, you hear a lot of girls over there talk about if he's not buying me this or adding to my life or treat, paying for stuff, I'm not on it. But girls over here will be happy to be like, I'll do 50 50 with you. Yeah. You know, yeah. Over there, they're not really on that as much. Depends. Depends. Which, that's why America's mad. Like you said, the veneer, yeah. East Coast, West Coast, kind of similar. Everywhere in the middle, like hardcore Christian, traditional values. You know what I mean? Are they really? Is it a lot yeah, of hardcore like, people? Say like that? Texas, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Good, but there's, there's a mix, obviously. There's like, proper ratchet behavior in texas too if you go like houston and stuff but like like you see mad videos coming out of houston but like there's a lot of traditional people in the midwest you know bro talking on this point how crazy is this what the usa are doing right now is we talked about the open borders the other day and you said about how the open borders are a way of them getting votes and i did some research of that you're bang on it's so crazy you have like these egalitarian uh states like new york like we want people in we want people in but then they say but we can't fit any more people in so go to texas but what's the problem with texas texas has always been a red state but they're working very, very hard right, right now to make it permanently blue. blue. <laughs> and if they make Texas blue, they will never lose an election again. Do you know how powerful that state is? Yeah, it counts for like a lot of uh, votes. Or so what right now is they're saying that on the southern border, come, 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 come in, come in, come in. But remember who's letting you in? It's us Democrats. It's us Democrats. Come in, guys. And ding, ding, ding. But I reckon a lot of, I know a lot of Mexicans and like, well, ethnic people rate trump as well because they see him as on like a obviously he's not come from nothing but like they see him as that entrepreneur guy yeah yeah like because mexicans are quite like entrepreneurial because they obviously come over with no qualifications they do like gardening cooking like, all the basic businesses you could start you know with no qualifications so I they also rate him a bit i also think they're relatable though as well like so you hear someone like trump he might do shit or say shit that you don't agree with but he's just like yeah you're just a guy you like women. You don't want to put up with lies. He's like a man's man. Like a man's man. Someone who's an immigrant is probably more of a man's man. Like they don't want to hear this liberal crap. About, yeah, yeah. Hey, you should raise your kids to chop their bits off, and it's cool and hip. Like immigrant parents can be like, "Son, you chop your bits off. I'm going to slap you back to where we came from." Yeah, you know. But then you also you get someone like Trudeau, and Trudeau will say like, "We hate racism. We want," it. and you think you say one thing, but you don't really do another. I don't really like you that much. And I think that you get some other people who are a little bit rough around the edges, say like Tate or something. And like, I don't agree with the fact that you have 10 girlfriends or whatever you've done with webcams or whatever. But what I do agree with is the message you're sending and you resonate with me. And then you hear him and it's like, yeah, I don't have to agree with everything. But you get these people like Trudeau, they literally make themselves a character. Like, I will be everything you want. I am everything that you need. And then that's when you <laughs> get these closets that come out and you're like, oh, oh, you know, you are normal. You did some weird horsey shit. Oh, you're a racist, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. because you see, when people have imperfections, you take them as they are. Like, oh, it's yeah, just like e me. Everyone's human. The thing is that when you're a part of like the WF or whatever, they'll like give you like a PR course, like we'll make you a perfect man, like scrub his history. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then bang, some one of your college mates like, ah, Trudy was a prick in college. Let me pull out this blackface picture of him, you know? But then he's got like his new PR image, like hugging like Syrians, like, welcome to Canada. We love you. What's no, I mean, the mainstream? The mainstream were reporting on him back then. Yeah, yeah. That, they didn't like him back then, but now he's like in charge of it. Bro, Canada's crazy. It's gone proper dictatorship. So, for example, if you've got a podcast now, yeah. you've got to register it to be like online or whatever. You know what I mean? That's nuts. So imagine we were in Canada. We'd have to register our podcast as like a business. It's disgusting, man. As Not as a business, sorry. As like with the media, whatever it is. To ensure that you're not spreading disinformation. Yeah, yeah. Nuts. And like... We were saying yesterday, like 10, 15 years ago, if you'd have asked someone in the government who represented the food administration or whatever, they would say, do not have butter. Butter is bad for you. Take margarine. 10 years later, they'll say, do not under any means have margarine. So how can, so you would have said, if you'd have said, do not eat margarine, that was misinformation. Yeah. So we've already seen that they don't know what's right. Yeah. That's what free speech is about, bro. Also, just on a side note, if anyone's like a Shopify whiz or whatever, let's go into business. We got some glasses. We'll help you out with... Uh, 
don't know, maybe if like someone's like 16, 17 that have money. That's the most common objection. I don't have money to start a business. Yeah, yeah. It is. I will bankroll you some glasses here. And you've got to set up Shopify. We, if you go onto our Instagram, check out our Instagram, The Brown Up. Some of our car boot episode clips, they get like 200,000 views. And that's us just making makeshift ones on CapCut. We need someone who can do sick clips. If you want to start like taking content, making badass clips for us, you could share the revenue. Honestly, we need just we just want to get our faces out there. Yeah, we want we someone solid who wants to make money, you know? Yeah, yeah. Hit us up. And we'd even, you could come down to the car boots with us, come with us, Oz. And like, we're looking for talent. You could yeah. be involved in a different business. If if you think you could add value to us, contact because we need talent. And we got loads of free advertising for these glasses already. You know what I mean? We've got loads of clips of us selling them. Look how cool they look. We've got like Alfie Best Senior, a billionaire rocking our glasses. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if you think Alfie so, was a cool guest, we, we got, got some, some crazy guests coming. Yeah. Some mega, mega. It's going to be a big step up for the podcast. And Yeah. Or if you've got any ideas or something, DM us, you know, any business ideas, whatever we could run for them with you or whatever. Or any questions you got? Oh, sorry. There was a... Who's that guy? Okinawa or something. I can't remember his name. Yeah, o- yeah. Otawa or whatever. He asked, um, how did I learn Portuguese so quick? Oh, well, Brazilian Portuguese so quick. I've been trying to learn Spanish and not getting anywhere with it. My advice would be just don't try to learn from a book or whatever you're doing or just try find someone that you know who's speaking the language and be around them and just ask and just be immersed in it, basically. I reckon if you went to Spain for like two months, you pick it up. It's so easy. Honestly, if you're around someone you don't know anything and they don't know any English and you can't cheat, like just ask them, what's the word for this? What's the word for that? And then you slowly start substituting words in. And before you know it, you'll be like, bam, 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 bam. You saw me earlier and it speaking yeah. Portuguese in the gym. Yeah, yeah, sick, bro. <laughs> Man, so, yeah. speaks full-blown Portuguese. He just learned it from working with people who were Portu- Portuguese, not doing lessons, nothing. Yeah, no lessons. In like three months, I could hold a good conversation. And after like six months, I was like, I understand most stuff. And I haven't really spoken recently because I don't know anyone. Well, I don't have a business anymore with Portuguese staff, but yeah. It's a good thing to learn, definitely. Another language opens up a whole new world. Definitely. And guys, just quickly on the note, instead of messaging us and asking for content to make clips, because that's long for us and we don't know if you'll be good, you obviously have all of our podcasts on YouTube right now. Make a sick clip, send it to our channel. And if it's good, we will reach straight back out to you. We get into business, man. We are looking for talent. There's certain areas of this which is going to make the podcast super special. We just need those building blocks. And maybe you're that... So don't say send me videos. Make the best you can. And if it's sick, we'll know if it's good. We'll know if you're talented. And that's free advice to grow your business because you shouldn't be hitting us up with your offers. You know I mean, you shouldn't be like, oh, I want, I could do this. I could. We get like 10 messages a day. Like I can make clips. I could do this. I could do that. Bro, take our images, take our videos, make us a sick clip, send it to us. Look, I made this for you. What do you think? You know and what then, I mean? That's the best way to do it. Yeah, yeah. Everyone else is doing the same thing of messengers. It's a lazy way. Copy and paste, copy and paste. And there's also one other part as well, because yeah, you come and you, and we know a few people at Ispra, you come, you make one video. Yeah, you made one great video. But what about next week? You know, we told you a million times, you have to work at something for a year, two years, three years to make a success. We can't have you come and make videos for one month and then be like, oh, yeah. is it? No. If you're going to commit to something, don't even send us a video unless you can uphold your end of the deal and stick with us because we will stick out our end. You stick yeah. out your end. And we've got like a, a million views across all platforms, right? We each got like, month. Yeah, each month. 1,100 subs and growing. We get like, some clips bang at like 250. We, we probably got more on Instagram, haven't we? Yeah. Probably a million and a half a month views, yeah? And we're still working. We're still not getting paid. I mean, we're, we're meeting up once a week, twice a week, whatever. Getting work done. We're both busy. We've both got one to one business. And you know what I mean? Well, you got one, but... Yeah, no, got I got other two things. Well. Other I got, co- I got, oh, you got two got businesses. UK, yeah, you're right. Yeah, and you got other commitments. You know, you got family members. You got to look after, yeah, relationships, yeah. everything else. Like, 
they're businesses as well. I, the way I see it, anyways. Yeah. They are, yeah. They're hard work. You know? Even a wife is a business. Yeah, it's all a business. If you have, to, if you've got a mum to look after, it's a business. If if you, have, because as much as you like hanging around with these people, they're also if you don't hang around, they can't look after themselves. So everything is responsibility. Yeah. she's got a lot of responsibility. Commitment and fixing problems. That's that's all business, isn't it? Really, it is, fixing problems, overcoming problems, and commitment to it, and not giving up when it gets tough. That's relationships in a nutshell, isn't it? It's relationships in a nutshell. Sick, bro. Nice EP. Nice EP. 